0: Hello, hello, hello everyone. It is B, your poet and favorite hostess. How is everybody doing today? I am back with another poem for you guys. This poem is called, I Think I'm Bad. I Think I Am Bad or whatever. I Think I'm Bad. (laughs) That's the title of this poem. It is a poem from 2011. No, no, no. No, 2013. 2013, my sophomore year of college, 2013, 2012. I don't know, I have to go back to this Tumblr post and I'll post it after I post the poem. So, this poem is a poem about lust. Hmm, yes, I was very, very young. And this poem was very easy for me to write. Like I was just, again, articulating my feelings and processing what I was experiencing in the moment. And ironically, if you go back to, I believe, the second posting that I did for the Poetic Process podcast, Drake's Room is a continuation of that poem. So after Drake's Room, in that situation that I went through, this poem is an explanation or a description of what I experienced after experiencing that experience. <laughs> so basically, it was just I was out of a relationship and into another one, and I was experiencing feelings for someone else. Q. Jasmine Sullivan okay like it's very much giving that and I was very uncomfortable with the idea of feeling feelings for someone other than my partner because that's not what I do I do I do at all and I still don't never could never will it's just a physical no cheating or feeling feelings even emotionally and I'll get in and I'll articulate what I mean by that in the poem but I find it interesting, there's been a lot of dialogue regarding relationship patterns in music and how being, you know, not traumatized, but being put in a space where you repeat habits from your trauma onto others. Mm-hmm. And in music specifically, I know Givion came out with the album tis song reminders and then the ideas around toxic masculinity and how hurt people hurt people and how you act how your partner act or I'm hurt or I'm scarred and I do this and I'm a very self-reflective person. Almost to my detriment in some situations that aren't specifically dealing with relationships I'm always thinking of other people's feelings. Being in that relationship and feeling those feelings of wanting to be close with someone else emotionally and sometimes in other ways i was very turned off by myself and i felt like i was in a whole bunch of i was in a whirlwind of like crap because i don't want to feel like i want someone else like i think i'm bad am i a bad person like this isn't cool basically and later on fast forward into later years still in within that relationship i realized that it it really i wasn't being fulfilled like it wasn't giving me anything and the relationship was more of a i don't know how to explain it it wasn't we couldn't grow together we weren't meant to be together ultimately yeah but and in this poem the guy i was in a relationship with His name is Mr. Good, and the guy that was trying to approach me from, like, hop out of the friend zone, he's Mr. Bad. Just to explain that dichotomy there. Ultimately, I don't fuck with neither of those niggas anymore. (laughs) But the situation taught me something. This is I Think I'm Bad. Your brain reenacts what's been done to you. You think by going through something you will realize the pain and hopefully you'll never have to go through it again. But what about that good girl of God that comes to you and gives you all the things you're not used to? What happens to them? You've been through hell, so why is it so hard for you to appreciate the good? He's been good to me, but I've been bad to him. Damage, to say the least, I've heard of terminology such as baggage before, but how do you train your brain not to think the things about the new person? Is he cheating? Who is he texting? Where is he going? etc., etc. My judgmental accusations are the least of my worries, however. Let's talk about my recent endeavors. I've come across something that I call temptation. And I dug myself so deep in the situation that I don't know how to get out. The same things I used to cry about, the same things I used to complain about, the same shit I used to dream about, I do to Mr. Good. I can't explain it. I can't help it. It's like a fit or attraction. Mr. Bad turns me on in ways I can't explain, it. and it's crazy because Mr. Good treats me like a black queen. He might not have all the things that I want or meet all of my emotional expectations all the time, but I can count on him to be faithful. And to be my backbone, but you, 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 Mr. Bad, give me something I've absolutely never had. Mr. Good is my safe haven that I needed, but Mr. Bad is smooth, sweet, considerate, ambitious, tall, dark-skinned, and consistent. As many times as I said no the two times he's tried, I cannot help but be enticed by the fire dance. Every word that leaves his mouth through those lips just feels right. I haven't crossed that line physically, but the words that he says to me, the way that he sings to me gives me a feeling of guilty pleasure. I want him to take me in every place imaginable. I can see it happening, your soft lips on my skin, my natural hair pulled straight by your tight yet warm embrace, the cool guy smiles your flash in between kisses and deep heart thrusts. I can't help but to see this in my dreams as I drift off into a lustful sleep. For the past few nights, I've tossed and I've turned because it's your extrovert that I yearn. I don't know if it's because I'm not supposed to have you or what, but you hypnotize me. Your insight into my deepest desires worries me. I want you to fuck my brain, then I want you to fuck me too. Whatever you want, I'll do. Rightness make me realize how much shit I'm in. Thank you. Wow, that was very cringe to look back on. I'm not sure if that was some sort of mindfuck game that Mr. Bad was playing. But when I say sings to me, this guy literally would sing to me. And literally try to get my attention and be like, hey, um, so are you still messing with such and such? And I really, I feel like he would just articulate his feelings in such a way where it was just... It was toxic, and I allowed it, and I felt bad for allowing it to go on for so long. It got to a point where I'm like, yeah, we can't be friends anymore because obviously you don't care about my boundaries, and this is not going to work because I'm in a relationship. I type shit. And I circled back a few years later after um the cards have basically fallen, and it wasn't even hitting for no shit, bro. <laughs> Oh, shit. No, shit. When I say that, like the feelings and emotions that I had, they were totally invalid. You know, you have the grass is greener on the other side complex and it really wasn't greener. It was fake grass. <laughs> that so funny to me. Oh, that was so cringe. Oh Um, I probably should have given a disclaimer at the beginning, but It's semi-mature. It's not even super provocative like some poems that I've heard about fluids and whatnot. And I was grappling with if I even wanted to say this poem or put it out there because I don't want to get any false interpretations or impressions of me. But who gives a fuck? And I've literally read this out loud back then when I was in a part of a poetry club in front of people. Can you imagine? (laughs) but that was I think I'm bad I hope you guys enjoyed it please leave for your comments and rate and let me know if you like the poem share your thoughts on it and share the podcast in general you don't even have to say it's me you could just screenshot and post it I like the little bit of anonymity that I have because I don't put my information in my podcast and I'm gonna try to keep it that way meant to be thank you guys for listening Catch you next time. Bye.